Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 566 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 2 of the Zohar, page 66a, uh, but only in English. Um, I have some issues right now that I'm dealing with that uh, it's make, making me hard to do the hard for me to do the Aramaic, but uh, as soon as I'm able, I'll, I'll return to the English. But uh, I will read in the English, which corresponds to page 359 of the Pritzker edition Zohar, Volume 4, translated by Professor Daniel Matt. I'm just going to jump right in, right at the beginning of 66a, where it says, uh, So when Moses saw. So when Moses saw Samael descending to assist Amalek, he said, Surely this youth will confront him, overpowering and defeating him. Immediately Moses said to Joshua, Choose men for us and go out, battle against Amalek. Exodus 17.9 This battle below is yours, and I will gird myself for the battle above. Choose men for us, choose... Sorry, choose men for us, righteous sons of righteous ones, worthy of accompanying you. Rabbi Shimon said, when Joshua the youth set out, youth above aroused and was arrayed plentifully with numerous weapons prepared for him by his mother for this battle in order to avenge with vengeance of the covenant, corresponding to a sword avenging with vengeance of the covenant. Leviticus 26.25 This is the mystery written, Joshua disabled Amalek and his people by the edge of the sword. Exodus 17.13 By the edge of the sword precisely, not by the edge of spears and weapons, but by the one called avenging sword. And Moses arrayed himself for the battle above. I wonder if this is related to uh, the idea of the sword of Moses. Charba de Moshe, but maybe not. Um, footnote 565, this youth will confront him. Joshua, associated with Metatron, will defeat Samael. Footnote 566, youth above aroused, stimulated by Joshua, Metatron aroused, arrayed in weapons pre prepared by his mother, Shechina, to avenge the violation of the covenant of circumcision perpetrated by Amalek. Shechina is pictured as an avenging sword, executing divine judgment, poised to attack anyone who betrays the covenant of circumcision. We're going to continue now with the text. Moses' hands were kvedim, heavy, Exodus 17.12, really kvedim, glorious, vulnerable, holy, never defiled, vulnerable, worthy of waging war above. They took a stone and placed it beneath him, for Israel was in distress, and he would share this distress. Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one from this side and one from that side, and his hands were emunah, steadfast, emunah, faith, surely. Now is it simply because Aaron and Hur supported his hands that these were faith? Rather, Moses acted totally in wisdom. Aaron and Hur, each from his own side and his hands in the, in the middle, therefore his hands were faith. Aaron to arouse his side and Hur to arouse his side. They grasped his hands from here and from there so that assistance would appear above. When Moses would raise his hand, Exodus 17.11, when he would raise, raising right above left, intending so while spreading his hands, Israel prevailed, Israel above. When he would let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. When Israel below waned from prayer, Moses' hands could not stand erect, and Amalek prevailed. From here we learn, although the priest needs the sacrifice in order to array himself totally, Israel must accompany him with their prayers. Uh, 
It has been taught in this battle of Amalek above and below appeared. Therefore his hands were emunah, faith, fittingly. Vayhi yadav, his hands was. The verse should read, Vayiyu, his hands were. However, since all depends on the right, it is written, Vayahi, his hands was. And it is written, Yado, his hand, since this is the essence of all, as is written, your right hand, O Yudhevave, glorious in power. Yudhevave said to Moses, Write this as a remembrance in a scroll and set it in Joshua's ears. Wiping out, I will wipe out the memory of Amalek. Exodus 17:14. Come and see what is written above. Joshua disabled Amalek and his people by the edge of the sword. Exodus 17:13. Vayachalosh, he disabled. The verse should read, Vayaharog, he slew. However, Vayachalosh, he cast lots, as is said, Cholesh, casting lots over nations. Isaiah 14:12. Joshua would cast lots over them, and that sword, avenging with a vengeance of the covenant, slew them, as is written, by the edge of the sword. I wonder if, again, the Shechina is related to the Charba de Moshe, um, the sword of Moses. Um, if that's the same sword, the sword of Joshua use, that Joshua is using here, and the sword that Moses, the sword which is the sword of Moses. Write this as a remembrance in a scroll, this precisely, and set it in Joshua's ears, for he is destined to slay other kings. Wiping, wipe out, I will wipe out. Wiping out above, I will wipe out below. The memory above and below. Rabbi Yitzchak said it is written, Wiping out, I will wipe out, and it is written, You shall wipe out the memory of Amalek. Deuteronomy twenty-five nineteen. However, the Blessed Holy One said, You wipe out his memory below, and I will wipe out his memory above. Rabbi Yossi said, Amalek brought other nations along with him, but they were all afraid to approach Israel except for him. So Joshua cast lots over them. Rabbi Yesa said, Vayachalosh, he disabled, smashing their power above. That's it for today's reading. Catch you all tomorrow. Take care.